had to hear that intro a thousand times. <laughs> you have to get a, uh, I'm over it. I feel can't. like it's not cool anymore. <laughs> no, I, I just block it out and try to think of other things. So, um, no, cool. Well, we are here with Julia Renee. It's so odd to me how high profile and well-known you are now. Because yeah, I feel true. like it was just yesterday we were at TGI Fridays for my birthday. Yes, and the, it's crazy. It's like, how many years ago was that? I think that was my... 27th birthday what are you so, 30 now i will be 30 in august crazy. i feel there. like the vid just paused time yeah yeah and it's like wait what happened these past Those two years didn't exist no nope, i agree no nope, it was <laughs> it's so bizarre well and it's crazy to see like i feel like we all started at the same time like as mm -hmm. far as chasing our things and it was just so it's so crazy to me to see where we're all at. And then I think I told you last time, like I would, the last like couple like dates or anything I'd been on the two girls in a row were like, Oh, you work out over at big techs or you're in this industry. Do you know who Julia Renee is? I'm like, why do people keep asking me this? Like, shut like, up. Yeah. And like my sister-in-law was like, she posted a picture That's of right. you. And I was like, you know, I'm like friends with her, right? Like, you know, I know her. And she's like, no way. And I was like, that's really cool. To me, it's bizarre because I'm like, this is just my friend. And then. Because you saw me before all of the bells and whistles. Yeah. Like both of us. The punk it's crazy. It, which is nuts because you, you haven't even been competing that long, have you? No, I think my first show was in, oh, I think October 29th, 20, I want to say it was 2019 or, tw I think it was 2019 or 2020. Yeah, yeah. pre-vid. Yeah, I did that one, which was the Summer Shredding Classic, which is Alphalete's show that they do, which is not really like in a federation, but I wanted to do like a warm-up show, and I won the overall figure for that one, even though I wasn't a figure competitor. <laughs> I didn't even train back like once that season. I was training for wellness, but uh -huh. I wanted to just see if I can get the sponsorship. Yep. And I got the sponsorship, won first place, and then two weeks later competed in the Adela Garcia that's right. in wellness, and that's where I got the overall and haven't stopped since and just i think that bulldozing through the competition yeah which is a good thing but also yeah. a bad thing because i realized this season that i've been going since like we met yeah and yeah, i right. haven't had a break and when you're a bodybuilder and you put your body through that much quote-unquote torture mm -hmm. it's not good so you need like you need a significant amount of time to have a break to just chill Get your <laughs> metabolism working again. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so that's what I'm doing now, basically. Just relaxing? Yeah. Because you had, I had, um, I, it's odd. I had just recently discovered your YouTube channel, which yeah. I had no idea you had so, so popular. Yes. <laughs> so, um, again, it's always like, that's just how out of the loop I am, which is I ironic given what I do. But um, no, you, you say uh, you're taking a break now. Like, yeah, I'm going to stop competing for at least a year smart. to just like get my metabolism back, get my mindset right, mm -hmm. and come back and just, for lack of better words, annihilate people. Just get in it. <laughs> <laughs> just get in it. Yeah. Get my hands dirty. Well, you know, props to you for at least having the wherewithal to do that because there are people that just go back to back to back and oh, yeah. they just don't stop because I think that their ambition blinds them. Like it's they, true. they just want to... Uh, uh, they just want to, you know, they want to win so bad that it's like that, an at all yeah. cost, but like bodybuilding isn't forever your life, your health, your family. Those are the things that are 
important. Those are the things that matter. And if you do this to your body for too long because your ego gets in the way, yep. then what are you going to do when bodybuilding's over? What are you going to have? <laughs> Nothing. A broken body. <laughs> Not I know. Many years. Yeah. Broken body. Just sad. Saggy skin that used to be saggy. filled with muscle. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a crazy world. And it's so, you know, I was just, when I was talking to the that gym owner earlier, I was saying, it's so crazy how many ties I have to the, that industry, given someone that has no desire to compete, which also, you know, I have so much respect for bodybuilders because oh, yeah. what you guys put yourself through is unbelievable. I never do that. Yeah, like, it's definitely the hardest thing Different I've kind ever of done. crazy. And so, did you, so one of my favorite things that I don't think a, a ton of people, maybe a ton of people know now that you used to wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. From 15 it's to so 18, wild. I was the only girl on an all boys wrestling team. So, um, <laughs> it makes sense now mm -hmm. hindsight that I am doing what I do now because wrestling is actually super similar to bodybuilding in the way that you have to cut down in order to compete. You have to perform a certain way, not necessarily look a certain way, but I have been in this kind of restrictive style eating since I was 15, which created yeah. other problems that I'm now dealing with. But yeah, that was probably the coolest thing that I've ever done. And I wish that I can do it again for sure. I loved, I grew up wrestling. Yeah, so I remember that. That's yeah. like one of the first things that, that I learned. Bonding. I was like, hey, you wrestling? Cool. We're, like, We're friends now. Yeah. Do we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's what's that old saying, you know, after wrestling, everything else in life is easy. Yeah. And oh my God, I forgot about that. Yep. You know, it's on every wrestling room wall, but they, it was, you know, I, I can see that translating into bodybuilding, yeah. like the intense cardio that we'd mm -hmm. have to go through, which I, when I went and did that jujitsu with, um, Nikki Rodriguez, oh my realized God. how quickly I was out of shape. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Dude, he was, they were roasting. I would me. be wheezing <sighs> for awful. sure. I can do Stairmaster. That's about it. Yep. Oh, I see you going. Yeah. Just, I got 10 minutes on the Stairmaster. I'm like, all right, that's, <laughs> yeah. let me take a break. <laughs> someone call the emergency. <laughs> someone call someone. I'm going to need yeah. help off this thing. Yeah. Just. Give me all the thermogenics that don't work. Just don't make my heart <laughs> explode. <laughs> but so where, where are you originally from? So I'm originally from San Antonio. I mm -hmm. lived there from birth till 18 and then knew I wanted to move out because San Antonio, it's not as cool as it is now. Like it's way cooler now. Yeah, it's a great tour spot. Yeah. And uh, so I moved here and actually went to beauty school. That's what my career was going to be. I was going to be a cosmetologist. I did that for like two years and realized like one day I just looked at myself in the mirror. I was like, I'm so incredibly unhappy yep. and it was one of those times where I was like I'll be happy when I'll be happy when and all those whens came and I was still unhappy yeah. and so that's when I actually joined the Austin fitness community group and I'm Ooh. telling you like that group that was wild was the pivotal point to me becoming everything that I knew that was in me but I was too scared to go after and yep. and from there it was just like one thing after another and the one thing that I learned about how the universe and God work is that like when you are on the right path, things end up coming a lot easier. Yep. When you're on the wrong path, things end up being a lot more challenging. Absolutely. And that's what I noticed when I was doing hair. I was like, why am I struggling? Yep. Why am I going to HEB after work with $2 in my account and getting as much ramen as I can so that I can eat for the rest of the week just yep. to wait for my paycheck to come through? I was like, this is no way for me to live. There's more out there. Oh, yeah. No, I, it's, I, you nailed it on the head and I, that whole group that summer was wild. It that was, was so much fun. It and, was crazy. Uh, and it was so, I guess really it's kind of cheesy, but the word is it, it, 
probably be inspiring because there were so many of us and yes. everyone was so hungry. And the craziest part was the support aspect. Everyone was like, okay, what do you need help with? Like, I got you, things exactly. like that. And to see where all those people are now, like, I think a majority of them are all doing pretty well for themselves. Like, yeah. We got Ian. Ian, your, your oh guy. my God, Gosh. my videographer, best friend. Oh. Like, he's been with me from like the those, very beginning. He's like my shadow. Yeah. And, I met him in that group. I don't yeah. think I would have ever met him if I didn't get in that group. And also getting in that group was the last thing that I would have thought I would do. Cause I'm very mm -hmm. introverted. Yeah. Regardless of what people think. I love being alone. I would have never gotten into a group, but it was one of those things. I was like, I need to get out of this unhappy state. I am and go into the community of people that I want to be in. So I was like, all right, I'll get in this group. And that's where, all this stuff started happening. Start meeting all these like-minded individuals. Yep. And then now Ian is like crushing it. Oh yeah. He is. I talk about him all the time where he is one of the, probably one of the best videographers I've seen come up out here. Oh yeah. He's always evolving. Like yeah. his videos are great. Oh yeah. He's literally like a freaking. everyone who watches my YouTube channel, whenever he does like my show day videos and stuff, they're like, that was like a movie. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. He's talented. His stuff is, I had, I hit him up for a favor once. I was doing consulting work for a protein bar company. And I asked if he would make them like a little trailer, like a commercial. Mm. And he killed it. It looked like a Nike commercial. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this is a protein bar. He'll and take like the smallest thing and mm -hmm. make it into something huge. And most of the time I'm just like, hey, yo, you run with this. This is where I'm going to, I'm just going to yeah. be over here. You do whatever you want. And that's the part about. I guess loving what you do is like the creativity behind it. And I'm just yep. like, hey, you do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. That was um, Kyle Wurzel for me. Yes. Like, I love those guys. I mean, Ian is just right up there too. But oh, yeah. I love when you can work with those creators where it's like they're going to make your vision come to life. Mm -hmm. And you just tell them like, hey, this is what I have an idea for. And they're just boom. All right. They oh, take yeah. the wheel and it comes to fruition. And it, yeah, everything Ian does is so great. And, you know, so... Between, were you doing any, like, active competing in anything prior to bodybuilding? Like, mm -hmm. how, how much space between your last sport that you competed in and bodybuilding? So, from 15 to 18 was wrestling. Once I graduated, and most, like most high school athletes, once they graduate, and if they don't go on to college to do their sport, they're really lost. Because mm -hmm. there's kind of like an identity crisis oh, yeah. of, I was a wrestler, I was a football player, I was a soccer player, and maybe you were like, I'm the star, and then you get out of school and it's like, hey, you're a little fish again and nothing matters. See you know, that? you're at the bottom of the pool. So I had that identity crisis. Like I dedicated basically my whole life because I was always an athlete. I was mm -hmm. never good at school. I knew I wasn't going to go to college. I knew it from a very young age. I was like, that's just not for me. Not going to do that. And I'm more creative and athletic, which is now what I do. Content creator slash bodybuilder. So yeah, then 15 to 18 was wrestling. I would say from 18 to 20, I did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just living in self-pity. like yeah. Just doing basic workouts? No, I wasn't even working Not out. even going to the gym? No, no, nothing. I wasn't doing anything. I was driving to work, grabbing a Texas-sized Frappuccino from the coffee bean and two giant tacos, living mm. off of that coffee, barely any water. And then when you work in a salon, it's so high-paced that you don't even get breaks. Ugh. So if I did get a break, I would go to P. Terry's and get their burger, which is bomb as hell. Sounds great. Yeah. And yeah, that was my life for a long time. And just one point where actually someone took a picture of me on the beach and I looked mm -hmm. at myself and it was not necessarily I was upset with how my body looked. I was more upset that I had let myself get to that point because I knew who I was inside and I was an athlete. 
So I wouldn't look at my body and be like, ew, gross, like your body looks bad. It was more so I'm an athlete. This isn't who I am. I'm looking in the mirror and I didn't recognize myself. So I started doing like Pilates and like Legree and like little things to kind of inch my way towards it. And then one of my Pilates instructors was actually a bikini competitor and she was shredded as hell. And I said, that's (laughs) what I want. That's the kind of muscle that I want. She's like, I'm going to be honest. You're not going to get it doing here. Today's episode is brought to you by Regen Health and Wellness. The team at Regen Health and Wellness is devoted to helping patients revitalize, repair, and renew the optimal blueprint of yourself. They provide an individualized and concierge model of healthcare, empowering patients to optimize their health span and overall quality of life. It's said no one can escape father time, but almost everyone can make the conscious decision and commit to living better and healthier lives. It begins with a mindset. They offer both in-clinic and telemedicine consultations. So whether you're due for a routine checkup or struggling to hit your health and fitness goals, go online or give them a call to schedule your appointment today. She's like, you got to get in the gym. So then I got into the gym. I had my first bodybuilding coach. I just got her bodybuilding coach and I was like, this is what I want to do. Get, get me there. And then that's the end of that. <laughs> you just started training. I just started training and seeing results, of course, because you get those newbie gains and you're like, hell yeah. Yeah, this is awesome the feeling. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely relate on the identity crisis part because yes. I and a lot of what I can relate to what you're saying as well is, you know, chasing after something and realizing how unhappy you were. And yeah. that was me trying to play college ball, Yeah, which was that was my identity. I felt like I had to achieve that to, you know, fill that void. Right. Like, you probably thought that you had nothing else. I had nothing. I was miserable before I did that. And mm. then I went and I played it. It was fun. Like I had a good experience. I made a lot of good friends, but when it was over, it's like you said, I, that's what I was thinking when you were saying you're kind of just left with nothing. Yeah. Now you're back to square one. And I was just so unhappy. And, and then I started working at a gym and then mm. that's how I slowly started getting more involved and then moving here just spontaneously and, you know, being inspired by, all those, what were they, what were we calling them then? The fit, fitfluencers. Fit and God, that was fun. Did you, do you, were you ever part of that, Marlon? Did you ever go to those? No. Oh man. It was, it was like, awesome. how many of, there was like 30 of us. Yeah. There was when a was lot that? of people. I don't even know if I was in Austin. Uh, what, what year? Was that 2018? Maybe. Maybe I 2019. here and taken over those. Yeah. Those yeah. And so that, cool. that started motivating me more, but, um, yeah, you bodybuilders are nuts. I was like, I'm yeah. not doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the thing for me. It's like um, I love the challenge. That's the mm-hmm. reason I love bodybuilding the most, not because of what I look like or how I end up on stage or getting placed. None of that matters to me. Yeah. It's all about how hard can I push myself and how much can I grow in this season. I'm telling you, I've had more personal growth doing bodybuilding than – my entire life. Like yeah. bodybuilding has changed me. It's made me a nicer person. It's made me more patient, more disciplined, more motivated, more understanding. And all of that was from a sport. You know, wrestling did that for me for a short mm-hmm. period of time. But then whenever I was just done with that season of my life, then I was like, I freaking have nothing. Yeah. I felt like I had nothing. That's so. the worst part is when you lose your like, uh, what is it like? You basically, you have no desire to train or work yeah. out. I remember going to the gym after I was done playing football and just being like, why am I here? Like, yeah, because I, you don't have yeah. anything that's motivating you yep. to get to that next step. You know, that's why a lot of bodybuilders struggle off season because they don't have a stage to look forward to. Mm-hmm. They don't have a physique that they're trying to achieve. 
and I've been in that place multiple times, I'd say that this is the first off season that I can honestly say that I'm crushing it and I'm not having that identity crisis of like, I'm not competing. What do I do with my life? And it's hard. You know, I think bodybuilders struggle a lot with their mindset and just their emotional well-being because no one really, there's not very many bodybuilders that focus on the mindset aspect Mm -hmm. of it, like the body aspect of it. And if your mind's not right, you're not going to be a very good competitor. Because yeah. that's the hardest part about bodybuilding. You know, like, you can black out on the Stairmaster. You can black out while you're lifting weights. But if you can't control what's going on in your mind, those thoughts that are telling you that you're not as good as that guy that's next to you, mm-hmm. or you can't lose this weight, or you'll never look this certain way, then you're, you've are you already lost. Yeah, I think that's – I couldn't agree more. And I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions about bodybuilding that I hear from people that are very unfamiliar with it is they mm-hmm. think it's just like – getting jacked and lean and going on stage and Win like some flexing. Gold. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's like any other sport, like mental toughness is just as important. Mm-hmm. Like if you're unprepared mentally, like you're, you're just going to bomb. It doesn't matter how good you look. And true. Um, I've seen that trans like translate over into bodybuilding as well, just from trying as many ways as I can to relate to them without yeah. ever actually having without to compete. Doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, the only thing, holding me back from that is all the diet restrictions and and the regiments and like the one thing I say if like you're not a hundred percent sure this mm -hmm. is what you want to do for bodybuilding like a hundred percent then don't do it yeah like it's just and that's not like you can't do it boo it's like no like for real don't do it yeah (laughs) don't don't do it save yourself well even Marlon weren't you going through that like you you were giving it all and then you just were like I don't think I can physically Uh, yeah I mean like like, I don't it happened to me when I when I started coaching and I, you mm. know, I, I just like stopped, like took my own personal, like foot off the pedal a little bit, yes. you know, like why be getting an unhealthy and, you know, I'm not in the spotlight. Like it's not my time to compete or anything. You have this like identity crisis, yep. you know, mm-hmm. and it's hard to watch the changes in your body. And this is especially like first time clients who oh, yeah. see the stage for the first time. One of the biggest things you want to try to teach them is like, hey, like you got to embrace this like post show mm-hmm. feeling where your body's changing and you know you were never meant to look like oh, that. No, 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 no. It's not supposed to be forever. <laughs> we're supposed to yeah. like procreate. And that's the hardest. And I know, right? Like you're literally walking around like skin and bones. That's like that's not normal. Yeah, yeah we don't. I live think post show for bodybuilders is the uh, prep easy. Post show hardest thing. Yeah, because you're dealing with eating more, gaining more body fat, seeing your body in a more sustainable and realistic way, which no matter how much you tell yourself, this is what's actually healthy. Mm-hmm. After you've seen your body look that way, you think that like, this is life. Oh, that's what you're <laughs> supposed to look like. <laughs> yeah. This is life. I mean, you get a little bit of love handles back and you're like, I must be off plan. Or something. I know, right? Oh, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> that's me right now. You're like I look so ugly <laughs> and people and that's. Uh. That's, that, I think that's the toxic hard. thing about the fitness industry that I'm, I'm really trying to push, you know, and change is, um, and I've talked about this a hundred times and Merlin's probably heard me talk about it a million times is I did that event. Um, I did like an open gym at lift ATX last year, just mm-hmm. like a big open gym event. And, uh, as I was promoting it, it was, uh, um, someone messaged me and was like, you know, Oh man, that looks like fun. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's going to be like, you know, can't wait to see you out there. And they were like, Oh, I'm not going. I don't think I would fit in. Like, I don't look like that. And I was like, wow. look like what? I look was like, like what? yeah, I was like, that's not what this is, man. Like, and so that kind of inspired me to try to change that narrative that it's all thirst traps and this and that, and try to focus more on like accolades, accomplishments, like, you know, attaining goals, things like that. Cause like, I mean, I can enjoy any thirst trap 
like anyone else, but I don't think it should define the fitness <laughs> exactly. industry. Yeah. Exactly. But, but sadly, I think it kind of does. Yeah. It, it, a point. Yeah, it absolutely does. And that's, that's why people are fearful of yeah. getting into the gym. They're fearful of starting yeah. bodybuilding because they think that it is a certain way because it kind of is a certain way. And it's our job and our responsibility yeah. as people that love going to the gym and see mm-hmm. the bend of the benefits that there are to change that it's going to take a lot of people to change that it's got to just be like a collective movement of like you know hey there's nothing wrong with showing off your figure and doing like i have no problem with that i just boo boo yeah just don't you know let that get too out of like control and let it define health and wellness as a general aspect because there's so there's so if there's anything i've learned just having that there's so many cool aspects to just fitness in general and i was really just kind of reserved down to bodybuilding because all my friends were competitors and like you guys like that was the only thing I knew and then when I started this and really started to move forward and learning different communities out there different sports I was like man like yeah like we're all here for we all have the same mission we're just doing it in different ways yep and it's about it's about the feeling that -hmm. you get when you move your body versus how your body looks. And I think that we're super stuck in how your body looks. Don't get me wrong. So am I. And I'm still trying to undo that. And bodybuilding has been good for that. It's also been not good for that. So it's about how do you feel while you move your body instead Mm -hmm. of how do you look. So I'm guessing that that guy that messaged you was thinking about, oh, I I wouldn't look like them, but mm-hmm. it's like, no, man, how would you feel if yep. you were moving your body with a community of like-minded people? That's yep. what we need to get across. Well, you know, I think that's what you're doing is uh, he came. He actually showed up. I told him oh. to come. I was like, yeah, come hang out with me. I was like, if it's not going to happen, but if anyone's mean to you, like we'll just ruin their life. And, uh, he came, he had a great time and he actually, uh, he hired a Tyler of all people as a yes. coach and he's been killing it. And so. see, like that is the domino effect because that person is going to go to work and he's Mm going to start meal prepping and he's going to impact the people that are in his lives. And then those people, it's just once you take that step outside of your comfort zone and you go to the gym or you decide I'm going to go to a bodybuilding show or you join a fitness community group or you go like walking with some other moms, like whatever it might be. Once you take that little uncomfortable step, it's a domino effect. Like, your life starts to change for the better. Mm-hmm. And that's like fitness has done for me. It's it's a big motivator too. Like when, you, when you're not in the struggle alone, you know, exactly. things like that, it, it really does help. And, and kind of actually on that point too, you know, with you in competing and bodybuilding and stuff like that, what is, what do you think is probably your biggest motivator? Like what motivates you to continue going? Because for people that don't Gosh. compete, it is one of the toughest processes I've seen anybody, any individual go through. So I'm always really curious to what motivates someone to not only do one show, but make it a career. What's crazy is I've never been asked that question. And like, I don't even know the answer to it, but I, I need to come up with one right now. Okay. So maybe let's say I'll have my (laughs) ego side. I'll give you my ego answer Mm -hmm. because I'm hella competitive. Oh yeah. Like I go to the gym, no one's competing with me, but I'm competing with you. Yeah. They have no idea. Literally, like yesterday at the gym, I some guy was rowing 75 dumbbells, and I was like, shit, I'm getting those, yeah. and I stand next to him, I'm rowing those too. <sighs> and it's just like, that's just my mentality because that's what helps me push past those limits because I am that competitive. Yeah. And then I would say maybe like the softer, the softer side of me is more like 
I continue to do bodybuilding because I know the personal growth that I have and how it affects everyone in my life. Like I've gotten closer with my family. I'm more patient. I've made more friends. So bodybuilding has done that for me. So that's a motivator. I compete and I prep in shows because I know that every single time I do that and I put myself through the ringer, so to speak, that I come out the other end a way more incredible person than I was when I started. So that's what keeps me both of those things together. (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by Avatar Nutrition. It is always a treat to show some love to our sponsor, Avatar Nutrition. Avatar is actually owned by my friend Mark, who is a lifting buddy of mine from the gym. What I didn't realize at the time is that his app has been used by close to 200,000 people and they've used it to lose over 2.5 million pounds of pure body fat. What's really special about Avatar is that it's a complete service delivered through a super easy to use app. See, Avatar is the OG in the macros game and created a process that makes counting macros both fun and simple to stick to long term. You've got unlimited support from their community and experts on staff and they are in the business of giving their clients results that last. Try it free on the App Store or Google Play Store for two weeks, and if you love it as much as I do, it's just $9.99 a month after that, or $97.99 for the annual rate if you want even more of a discount. If you're a coach, trainer, or you own any kind of business and want to use Avatar to facilitate game-changing nutrition coverage for your people, Avatar is a program for groups too. Just contact them through their website to learn more, at www.avatarnutrition.com. The ego and soft. Yeah, we got the ego, and then I was like, okay, what's what's going to actually last? It's, oh, no. It's, I can't be like 70 and be in the gym rowing, be like, my hey, ego's got it. Hey, who knows? I mean. The world's changing. Well, that's yeah. what, one thing you have that it's really important is like diligence for whenever the motivation isn't there. It's right? true. Like you that's can draw point. your own motivation when it's needed because you have an end goal in mind. And that's, that's a really good topic in itself, like the motivation aspect yep. of it, because I do get asked, how do you stay motivated? I never get asked what motivates you. Mm-hmm. So I think that people think motivation is something that is just like bestowed upon you and like yeah. you have it, you don't have it. <laughs> and it's just like, it's not yeah. like we all have some sort of motivation within us. It's just like, how are you going to draw it out? Yeah. Is it going to be through CrossFit? Are you going to be motivated in business? Are you going to be mm-hmm. motivated by, I don't know, talking to people by doing podcasts? Like what gets you fired up in your own specific way? And all of us have all these qualities within us. Some of us are just afraid to draw them out. A hundred percent. And I mean, I, I, you nailed it on the head. Cause I, I, one of the things that drives me nuts that I've had to like hold myself back from addressing with a lot of people is I, I feel like so there's so many people that I meet that have so much potential yes. and then they just don't do anything with it. And then they spend more time complaining and I'm like, dude, you ha- like, it's not hard to do what you want to do. Yeah, like, it's it, all anything. within you. You just need to bring it out. A hundred percent. This is, is crazy. I'm, I'm happy that you say that because you can see the, the it, it's hard because you yeah. can look at someone and say like, I wish that you can see what I see in you and I can't make you. Yeah. Only you can make it, you. It, it drives <laughs> me crazy because especially in Austin where there's so many opportunities and there's so especially so, in fitness. Oh God, it's huge. Like I, I started this off a total accident and, but I decided to run, run with it and I found a passion through it. And I've been very fortunate to be surrounded by some of the best athletes in the world that just happen to live in Texas. And, um, you know, like to just to give you guys like where this guy went, he started from a literal, just an Instagram group. 
mm-hmm. with people in it to having a studio and interviewing some of the most incredible athletes in the world. Like that is the start and here is the and, finish. And but like all of the stuff up. that comes in between, you know? Yeah, it's that's the thing people don't want to do is they don't want to they don't want to fail. They don't want to put the work in. And and I was watching a movie. I think it's called it's kind of corny. It's called a uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Was that Steve Carell movie? I think that's what it is. <laughs> bro, I don't know. I gotta watch it. I'm looking at Marlon like he watches these all the He's time. He's like, uh, I well, can't, I can't help you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but um, uh, they, there's this, a clip in it if uh, if I'm naming the right movie where um the grandpa's like talking to the granddaughter and it's something that always stuck with me where he just said she said she felt like she was a loser mm-hmm. and he was like, you're not a loser. Like you know what a loser is. A loser is someone that's so afraid of failing they won't even try. Wow. And I was like, oh man, he nailed it. And Damn. Uh, but that's kind of what I, I think about is there's so many people out there that they're they're afraid to fail. And to me, failing is not a big deal. It's like just I'm just learning. Like yeah. and uh, but the struggle is the part that discourages people. Like there's like you were saying, you know, just eating ramen, yeah. things like that. And life is supposed to be a struggle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what kind of life is it if you just got everything handed to you? Yeah, I mean, like, you wouldn't appreciate anything. The only reason that you can appreciate the good things that come into your life is because of the bad things that came into your life. Yep. Like I have way more gratitude for stepping on stage because I remember that girl that was just like looking at herself in the mirror and be like, who the hell are you? Eating crap food, only having like $2 in her account. The reason I'm so grateful for where I am now is because of what I was then. Yep. And yep. I think that a lot of people miss that. Like you said, they're so afraid of failing that they never try. Yep. I would rather die knowing that I tried to go after everything I want than living without ever knowing yep. what potential I could have had. One thing that like, I don't, it's from like a movie as well, it's the best. but it's like when you go to heaven and you see mm-hmm. God, would you want him to say, hey, bro, this is who you could have been, yeah. and he shows you who you could have been, and that's not you? Or would you rather go up and be like, that's exactly who I am? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a scary thought. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, it, it almost haunts me when I think about, like, like whenever I have those tough times where I want to quit, and then I start thinking, like, oh, man, but what if I try? Like, what if I just <laughs> But what if I don't? Yeah, what if I just <laughs> don't quit, and what if I just give it a little extra time put in a little more effort, you know, address the problems that might be holding me back and then keep continuing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's how I got this place. Like yeah. I was no way I was going to pass a credit check to get this place. And <laughs> I went knocking around looking for the landlord's number. Mm-hmm. Some, the lady next door gave it to me and called him, explained, kind of just gave him my case. And he was like, yeah, all right, place is yours. He's like, you're passionate. Yeah. He's like, I told him I would do all the lawn care, all the little extra stuff. <laughs> I'll do anything. Uh, yeah. And he was like, Oh, okay. I don't know how you got my number. I was like, don't matter. Just yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone, but I have it now. So yeah. be careful. <laughs> and so, uh, no, yeah, I still talk to him. His name's Pete. He's a great guy. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> Wouldn't be here without it, you, Pete. Pete. Yep. <laughs> now we're all here. Man, that's crazy. It's wild, right? And so, but then I'm always trying to give back too, because I've had an unreal amount of support from people out here. Like my friends are some of my biggest supporters. You know, Rob and Esther have helped me from day one. All oh, of the best. Oh, they are. I mean, it's great. To, I'm, I talk about it too all the time. I've never seen gym owners go to another gym and promote that gym uh, on no. their social. Like, no, they kind of started that trend. Like, it's I'm wild. starting to see it more often, but it, it is pretty nuts that I, I was like, I would never do that. I would never have gone to Marlin's store back when I was working at Complete Nutrition and been like, come check out these guys. Yeah, and that's just the power <laughs> of community because, like, yeah. when you think that. 
by you helping someone else that it's actually going to diminish your value and maybe you won't be seen. It's actually making you all way more powerful. And I think it's, there's like the doubling effect. It's kind of like when you do something that you're passionate about or that changes people's lives and I don't know, you're just nice. You get it back and double. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it takes longer than others, but, and so I think it comes back to that discouraging side of people just, Oh, you know, I'm not going to do anything nice because they probably won't do it for me. And it's like, well, yeah. when you think like that. Yeah, you never give yeah. and expect anything in return. No, you you got to unconditionally be nice and mm-hmm. not be a, a dick all the time because you don't get what you want in life. Yeah, the lesson of this podcast, don't be a dick. Yeah. Just don't be a dick. Don't be That's nice. just what the title's just going to say. Don't be a dick. Don't, don't be a dick with Julia. <laughs> the <Renee>. end. <laughs> uh, it'll just be that. Ten That'll be a cliffhanger on. for sure. Right. <laughs> that I'll, I'll make a clip out of it and it'll just be, don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Real. That'll be your real. Yeah. yeah real. <laughs> God, I'm so tired of Instagram. <laughs> yeah. It's changed every day, and I'm oh, like, yeah. I don't even know what to do anymore. It's, it's just uh, like let's just go on all social other social media platforms and kick Instagram off. I know. Well, they all suck now. Like they're all like bottlenecking everyone, and they just, uh, you know, people try to start new ones, and I'm like, mm, this ain't it. Mm-mm. Like, and then. Uh, I've jumped on so many different ones and they're just confusing. I'm like, I'm just going to stick to the. Have you tried TikTok? I have one for this company. Like this would be good to just do like little videos on TikTok. I I just put clips on there, but I'll never use it. It's gotten to like, I just, I'm still like haven't gotten over MySpace yet. Oh my God. I miss those days, man. He still hasn't gotten over the breakup. Dude, Tom, (laughs) Tom was everyone's best friend. He was almost everyone's he, first friend. He was cool. He taught us how to code. He let us. I'm too up. young to even know what that is. Oh man, to code? I no, to, Tom. You never did Tom? MySpace. Who Tom? God, I'm getting old. You didn't do MySpace? No, I'm 25. Oh, also, oh, was very sheltered growing up, so I wasn't like allowed to have any uh, social media I'm, phones. I'm 24, <laughs> and you know what it is? And I did MySpace. Yeah. Oh man, I had gold old stars. So, old soul though. <laughs> we had MySpace, um, AOL. We did Instant Messenger. That was like the cool shit. I like, wasn't you, on that, dude. Either. I was in junior high, I think, and we would, uh, yeah, AOL was like texting before texting for us. I and have no idea. That was back when we had dial-up internet, or just scream at you, and it was connecting. You know that noise? Yeah. I remember like my dad had AOL. Oh man, like, we on used my to, dad's computer. It was AOL. When we had the computer in my basement, we used to have to put blankets and pillows over it if we wanted to sneak on the internet at night, oh so my, my parents God. wouldn't wake up because yep. that scream would wake everyone up. The dial-up connection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, they're like what are you doing down there oh it was terrifying right? i was scared of everything as a kid too to, to hear that in the basement of our house growing up it's was terrible just, is extra the fact that you had a basement is already scary enough <sighs> yeah they don't have so basements here in texas in texas yeah you're from oh. idaho so yeah. Yeah. oh yeah you, did you know that i did yeah. it's wild potatoes i think about <laughs> never seen <laughs> yeah, they put all never seen one never eat one in the yeah. basements yeah i i uh no the yeah, our house was like you walk in and then you either just go upstairs or downstairs. There was no like middle ground. So what? very strange. Yeah, it was built in like the 60s. I don't know. But so um, <laughs> I could talk about that all day. <laughs> Let's talk about Idaho. So, right. <sighs> Let's not. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I know you're taking a break right now from competing. But like what are some of like the long term goals? For me, I def I want to be. I want to go to the Olympia. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to qualify for Olympia. Next step is, I guess, littler steps. Win a pro show, qualify for Olympia, top five at Olympia, Miss Wellness Olympia. Boom. And then, like, other things that are not necessarily, like, bodybuilding-wise is, like, I want to be 
cast as a superhero in a movie. Fuck yeah. Like That'd for real. I can see you doing I'm gonna that. I'm going to start taking acting classes. Like I have time. I mean, I'm already like very animated as it is. So that's something that I freaking love Marvel. Like my um, dog's I'm name a, is Vision, which is one of the Marvel. <laughs> after the synthoid. <laughs> yep. Dude, I'm a massive And Marvel he's red, nerd. so. Is yeah. he really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm a huge Marvel nerd. And, Did you uh, see Thor? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I heard it's not that good though. I heard, I heard it oh, I, might as well be Thor Woke and Thunder is what woke, I was talking It was more like <laughs> Thor the comedy yeah, with a little bit of superhero. Well, that's kind of that director's like thing is he yeah. he just over... It was like a little bit like like 10% less, it would have been good. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. it's, it's enough, bro. Well, I read <laughs> an article that Christian Bale was like super unhappy with how they edited it, that they yeah. cut out like a bunch of his scenes and... I thought he was like... I liked his parts in it. That's what everyone yeah, says. I was like, he, he did great. He actually made it like a superhero with a villain, but then every time it was back on Thor, I was like, okay, we're a comedy again. Yeah. I love Thor. He's sexy as hell. So Dude, I still would great. watch it all day, but yeah, he got big for that he's too. Massive. He's on some shit. I want to know what he's taking. <laughs> he got a little jacked. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's like a little trendy trend. I don't know. <laughs> just some duck eggs. Just eating duck eggs. The yeah. god of trend. Doing his push-ups. <laughs> Doing his push-ups. Yeah. Uh, either that or they just yeah. CGI'd him, which they probably well, could have. That's what they did uh, to Natalie that's Portman. True. That's true. They put dots on her arm and CGI'd it. And I'm oh, like, couldn't yeah. do some curls. Come on, Padme. She's just so she's so thin naturally. Yeah. See, I'm gonna take her spot. That's right. One of these Go days. There. I mean, with I'm going to be She-Hulk. How Marvel's, yeah, right? How Marvel's moving, they'll just make you the next, like, Iron Man or Captain America. That'd be freaking gender dope. Yeah, that's literally, like, <laughs> I think that's there. even, like, a bigger goal that I have than being Miss Wellness Olympia. Like, that would be. Getting a show or movies. Yeah, like being a in a movie comic. or a TV show. Would you want to be, like, a new one written in? Or would you want to be an already legend? If I were to be one of the legends, I'd love to be She-Hulk. But yeah. if they already casted her, unfortunately. And um, She's getting a lot of shit for that, too. Yeah. CGI. Yeah, like, cast, like some, cast somebody that already has it. Right? Come on. It's just less work for you. It's, yeah. it's less work yeah. for you. I'll and, still watch it. Yeah. But I didn't watch the Miss Marvel, though. I watched Does that. Is it cold in here? Are you cold? No. I'm just like, I'm oh. noticing that I'm like hunching and I'm like straighten up, Julia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch no, your posture. Don't slouch. Don't slouch. I, I didn't watch Miss Marvel either. But it was pretty good. It's just know. sometimes it's hard to watch because it's like a kid. That's what I heard. You know what I mean? It's like. A kid, kid it's a kid. Yeah. It's feels like I'm watching a cartoon. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how their projects coming up are. Yeah. I've been pretty disappointed with phase four so far. Do you hear that, Marvel? We're disappointed. <laughs> together. I uh because I went I was so pumped to see Doctor Strange and it oh. was terrible. What? I freaking I, loved it. I thought I it was not, incredible. It was not bad. It was I good. did not like it. Oh, I thought it was All incredible. right, to be fair, I had this asshole, like, 10-year-old sit next to me oh. who would not <laughs> shut up. Also, why is a 10-year-old watching, I don't know. Strange too. I don't know. To me, I'm like. The multiverse I, I was with my friend Emily, and we went, and one, we had, like, seats right up at the front, so I'm doing this the whole time. And then there's this dickhead next to me who would not stop messing around and talking. And when, like, I go to a movie, I paid for a cinematic adventure. Oh, yeah. You sit and you sit. watch it. Yeah. So I kept looking at him, and I was like, shut the fuck up. And, like, I'm looking around, like, where are his parents? And I, who knows where they <laughs> who are? Who owns you? Yeah. And, oh, man. I was getting so, so I didn't even really get to watch it. But then I did watch it uh, at home, and I was like, like it's still I feel like the good. writing in a lot of these Marvel shows got so lazy. Because when, like, yeah. you really think about the, like, all the movies building up into Infinity War and Endgame, mm-hmm. like so spot on. And That's really it, true because I now that I'm kind of looking back yeah, on like okay, ruin it for you. the phases before I'm like 
I could watch those over and over again, and they're still like, Amazing. damn. Yeah. But then, yeah, the kind of newer ones are like, yeah, they're good. They're but rushed. Like, Very we're rushed. On some, like yeah. some filler movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. like we're kind of off of the well, arc. The Spider-Man know? movie was dope. When it I was. saw it in theaters, then when I watched it at home, I was like, oh, this isn't that I great. feel like they're fitting so much in a very short yeah. amount of time. Like there's too much building. there's too much going on. Yep. Like it's like okay, you win. Yeah, I just can't it's just and it sucks cuz I'm like a massive Marvel nerd. Like yeah. one of the best probably the best movie experience I ever had was me and me and Parker. We went and saw the first Avengers movie in theater. Yeah. And it was crazy. Endgame's like, still my fave. Oh. oh so Nothing good. beats Endgame. Did not disappoint. No. I was I was a huge fan of that. I, I love that I we went ended to the up premiere. talking about Marvel. <laughs> yeah, people always think that like I have this to talk about fitness. I'm like, uh, I talk about it all day every day. Nerd shit. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, I just no. It's um, honestly, it's like fit people watch comic book movies. Yeah, like, fit people are nerds too. Yep. What did, what did uh, Big Text do? They did that Comic Con like they did costume thing. Yeah, that was Everybody dope. cosplayed last Halloween too. Yeah. Are they going to do that again? Because I'm going to She Hulk this year. I would, you would kill it. Would I could see sick. it. I'm going to do a sick photo shoot. I'm going to paint green. I was going to say, you're going to get painted? Yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm going to do like, like not my whole body green, but like green-ish. Yeah. That'd yeah. be dope. What if you're like turning green, you know? Oh. Like some of it's like ripping through. That's sick. We're coming yeah. up with some I'll get like a like half-ripped shirt. Like, like an extra, <laughs> extra yeah. small that you can just... Tighten, you can like <laughs> let Ian work his magic. <laughs> Flex out. Oh. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. So today's episode is brought to you by CBD Online Express. CBD Online Express is a fresh up and coming CBD company that strives to offer the highest quality products at an affordable price to help you in your everyday life. They offer a variety of products such as tinctures, edibles, flour, and even their new recreational line, Oxed Up. They also have plans to introduce water and an energy drink later this year. Go to cbdonlineexpress.com and get your products today. Um, so switching gears, switching gears from Marvel and bodybuilding, like how how did the YouTube thing develop? Did you just start wanting to vlog your journey and then it just took off? Like how did how did that, all that come together? And like how long have you been doing that? I want to say almost two years. The first time I started was when I was prepping for to get my pro card. Mm. So in my YouTube, I do series and each series is like something that we're learning, something that I'm going through or working through. So my first YouTube series was the road to pro series. And that's where I got my pro card. And, um, I had been wanting to do YouTube for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Like when I got into your group, but it was still like a year and a half later and I still didn't have the courage to do it. But now like I could talk to anybody, I can do a mm. podcast, I can talk to the camera and it's like a piece of cake because I've had to practice so much. So I didn't even have like the courage. I remember setting up the camera and literally being what now? Like what do I say yep. to the camera? I have a lot that I know that I that I know that I know. I just don't know how to articulate it. Yeah. So I don't know. It took me such a long time to start, but I know that when I actually started was the right time because I was ready. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, you're wanting to push things so much, but honestly, sometimes you're not even ready to handle the thing that's coming to you. And I think that that kind of goes back to what we were talking about before, like things that start coming into your life. Sometimes they miss you, quote unquote, because you're actually not ready to take it on. Yep. Like your mental well-being is just not there. Like I wasn't ready, but that's what I started with the Road to Pro series. And I got a lot of people to follow it very quickly. 
and they they loved it. I just took Shit, them it's through like 50, everything. Fifty thousand subscribers or something. Nuts yeah, like that. Yeah. God, the man. next goal, I always have like numbers goals for like mm-hmm. follower count. The next is like obviously like a hundred k, so I can get the little plaque. But that's my <laughs> that's my ego talking. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, that's a that's a solid goal. That's that, I mean that fits in that realm of that foundation of yeah. YouTube and stuff. But no, it's cool. I I started watching them yesterday, and I was like, this is definitely. Yeah. Ju- and I I love that you do that. Like you really do let everyone into your personal life and because I feel like especially in today's world it's so fake and I feel like everyone's gotten so accustomed to just bullshit and fake stuff like I can't the one thing that and this is kind of unrelated but pisses me off more than anything is when I go to watch like a video on Facebook or something just scrolling through shit and it'll be like watch till the end and then nothing happens oh yeah did that ever happen to you? God, it I've makes got, me so mad. They're yeah. like, this shit's crazy. Throw Watch. Phone. And then it's just like nothing. Like it just ends and restarts. I'm like, what the fuck? I just you waited. Waited a whole minute to see something happen. Social media for and, you. And people just like accept it. And then, you know, kind of with like vlogging and rants, you know, I, the one thing that I like that you're doing is like you're actually active. You're doing something. You're working towards goals, things that people can share. There's a lot of people out there that just want to hear themselves talk. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's like on my social media platforms, if I'm not teaching you something, making you better, then what am I for? Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't think an influencer, I think the word influencer has gotten lost. Oh, yeah. Because the main word in that word is influence. And if you're not influencing someone to do something positive or to change the way that they think about themselves or to just go after something that they're scared to do, then what's your job? Yeah. You're not an influencer. You're you're just a model. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it's one of the cringiest things I hate is, uh, and it's really fun to do though, is ask someone that like, when you meet someone, they go, oh, I'm an influencer. You're like, which is such a weird title to tell someone in public. But it's another, when you ask like, what do you influence? Like, what are you doing? And then they don't really have an answer. And you're like, yeah, man. A better question would be, how do you influence? And they'd be like, blank. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the motto for each thing that I do. That's why, you know, mm-hmm. each series has a specific goal. And while I'm taking them, I take them through all the mental crap that I go through. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, body dysmorphia, gaining weight, how I'm feeling, how it felt to lose a show or how it felt to win a show, things like that. You know, teaching them along the way. And my next series, we did the Road to Olympia series. And obviously, like, that didn't happen. And that's okay. Yeah. The thing about me is that I. I labeled the Road to Pro series no matter what, if I was going to get it or not. It doesn't matter because for me, that's how I set myself up for goals because I know it's going to happen. I know I'm going to go to the Olympia. Mm-hmm. It's just about when the universe will allow that to happen, when I'm ready to accept that. And now I can see I wasn't ready for that. I it's, will be. It's going to happen, not on my timeline, on the world's timeline. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Road to Olympia series, and now I'm doing a new one, which is called the Monarch series. So it's about, like, evolution, change transformation so like mind body and spirit so each month we're going to be doing a month on mindset a month on body a month on spirit and then we're gonna i guess start another series there you go something else i haven't thought about that one it's one of the best things that you do too that i've always appreciated about you is you always remain very open and transparent but you're also very humble too because i meet a lot of people that will have these big followings or you know this wide scale popularity and i have a prime example of what you did one time that made me see it see it for what it was is uh we were in dallas we were at a dallas show mm-hmm. um and someone came up and they were just happened to be walking past you and they said like oh i hey i love your show like your youtube i watch it all the time and you like took the time to just sit there and make conversation like in and, and i remember you and me had just got done talking and and you were like in a hurry but then you didn't 
like you were, it, it wasn't as big. Oh, I remember. She was like waiting on the side and I yep. was like, I can feel her. Yep. And I was <laughs> talking to you. I was like, this person's been staring at you. Yeah. And, I was like, okay, one but, second, give me a second. <laughs> yep. And then you just, yeah, you took the time, talked to them. We're like really friendly. And, and that's something that lacks nowadays. Like everyone is too fucking cool. Like they're too cool to talk too, to. Too cool. For yeah. cool. Just, the thing is, is like, I ain't shit. Let's yeah. be real. I'm not shit. I'm just a regular ass human that does, I guess, a little bit of an ord- unordinary things. Yep. And that's what keeps me hum- humble is because I remember being that person that didn't want to go to the gym. I was insecure. I didn't mm-hmm. like who I saw in the mirror. I didn't know who I saw in the mirror. So the more that you can be attached to that person too, the more that you can be attached to where each person is individually in their life. Mm-hmm. And the fact that someone would come up to me, little old me, and have something nice to say and say that I inspired them or to send me a DM on Instagram, that's crazy. Never in my life would I have thought anyone would come up to me and say I inspired them to do X, Y, Z. I inspired them to do a show, to stop binge eating, to go after that promotion. I never thought that I would be able to have that kind of impact, and that's why I take what I do really seriously Mm -hmm. because I know that what we do is we do touch people's lives. And if you realize that, then there's so much power in that. Mm-hmm. And it needs, it can't be taken for granted anymore. Yep. No, for it's, sure. it is one of the, uh, again, kind of comes back to what I was saying in the beginning. Like, it's so unreal to me is like meeting people from like Idaho or like just all over that know who some of my friends are. Yeah. And, and like they inspire them and like, you know, they, they watch their videos for motivation and stuff. And it's so bizarre to me because I'm just like, see them every day like i see them at the gym and so it is but it is really cool to see how far we've all come and stuff and and just how you you know have that impact on people and but how you always remain honest with stuff because god i can't tell you how many times me and marlon have talked about like there's so much like it's kind of a cringy term now but there's like so much misinformation that gets out there and people just jump on fads or they just do whatever, and it's like misinfluence. That's oh. even a word. You're a, I'm a you're misinfluencer. A, yeah. <laughs> Misinformation influencer. It's yeah. true. Like it's it's very overwhelming. It was even overwhelming when I started trying to figure. Mm-hmm. I did. I was vegan. I did keto. I was vegetarian. I was pescatarian because I thought that I needed to pick and label myself yep. in order to be a fitness person. And now I'm just a I eat whatever I want in moderation kind of thing. Terry's. Yeah, I eat Peterries if I want Peterries, and it's just like it's just crazy. I I was gonna say something else about misinformation, but well, it gets very tribalistic remember. too. It's true. Like people, they feel like they have to pick a group to stay on top of, and it's like you don't. Like Mm-mm. you can literally just like one certain thing, and that doesn't have to define you. It's and, true. You don't need to be like a bodybuilder yep. who eats like a bodybuilder diet, or like a CrossFitter that's vegan. Like you don't need to categorize yourself yep. in order to do the thing. Oh, just do the sure. thing. Just do what makes you happy. But and it's so it's so funny. Like people think that uh I get this all the time when people ask me where I primarily work out at and I'll be like, oh, you know, I go to House of Games, I go to Big Techs, I go down and they're like, oh, those are bodybuilding gyms. I'm like, no, like a lot of bodybuilders go there, mm-hmm. but it's you know, if you just like to work out and that gym just happens to fit your mold and like your routine, then you don't have to label yourself to fit in in any of these places. And it's true. It's a, it's another big misconception that happens in this industry is like, you know, you have all these, um, like, I feel like limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people feel like they have to sit, fit in a certain mold. I'm like, you can literally do whatever you want. 
You don't yep. have to if, if you want to be a hybrid athlete, go for it. Like, You're like don't listen to me, do whatever yeah, the fuck you want. That's what I tell people on my on my YouTube. I have mm-hmm. a lot of people that follow me that are not even bodybuilders. Oh yeah, they just follow me because they like me, I guess. And the thing is that I tell them about bodybuilding. I say, when I start, this is not sustainable. This is not healthy. Mm-hmm. This is no way to live your life. But I'm going to do it anyways, yeah. <laughs> and this is why I'm going to do it. You know, I tell them that because I also don't share what, how much cardio I'm doing on my YouTube. I don't share, you know, um, what my calories are at, all of those things, because I don't want someone to come on my channel and think the only way that I can look like this is if I mm-hmm. do exactly what she's doing because I was that girl. I was that girl that went on YouTube and was like, okay, find a bodybuilder, find exactly what she's doing, do that, and it'll work for me, oh, yeah. right? No, it will not, because we're all different. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just try to be honest with them. Like, yeah, what I do is really cool, and it provides me a lot of value, and my body looks really cool at the end, but it's not sustainable. Yeah, well, everyone's <laughs> different, too. You can't yeah. just take one person's customized oh, regimen yeah. and then try to apply it to yourself. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, I get, I get shit all the time from people that are like, they think I don't. I sh- I should not be the one that owns a brand called Austin Fitness Community. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Like, <laughs> but then I, that's just categories. Yeah. Like, yeah. you have to look a certain way. You have yeah. to act a certain way. You have to do a certain well, sport. Like, I feel like people might be like, you have to be a bodybuilder yeah. if you're going to have an Austin Fitness Community, which just like, makes no. the problem we were <laughs> talking about worse. Yeah. Well, I mean, I meet all these community groups, or I'll go to these socials, and they're and they're great. Don't get me wrong, and they're active. They go to all these like group like workouts and do all this stuff. I don't go to those. Like I should, but I got other stuff I'm working on and it's yeah. not like I'm avoiding it. It's just priorities and they get like so salty and I'm like, it's not my cup of tea. I'm like, sorry, I have other things to do. But the, the funniest part is, um, is they don't know how to respond when like, I f- and this kind of comes back to what we were saying is I feel like people have gotten so acclimated to just fake stuff and then just accepting lies, not holding people accountable because like when they'll sit there and be like, oh, you, you have a Austin fitness community podcast. Like, you know, what makes you credible? Like what, what's your background in diet and this and that? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I don't know any of that. Like, <laughs> that's why I have people that know that stuff come on, but like, I'm no expert. I've never claimed to be And Like, they don't know how to respond. They get like so mad. And I'm like, like, oh, I was, did you want me to lie? Did like, you want me to get mad at you? Like, do you, you, do you want me to pretend I was a nutritionist? Like, that's yeah. what I'm Marlon for. Marlon fills yeah. in that gap. <laughs> Thanks, Marlon. Like, Marlon yeah. He's like, that's why I'm here. If I have no, if I am completely lost, I just do this. You know, hey, Marlon, what's, uh, what are they talking yeah. about? <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Hotworks. I want to let you guys know about an incredible new craze going on in the Austin fitness community. It's called Hotworks. Hotworks is a virtually instructed exercise program created for users to experience the many benefits of infrared heat absorption while completing a 30-minute isometric workout or a 15-minute high-intensity interval training session. As the infrared heat penetrates your body, causing you to sweat, the isometric postures further accelerate detoxification by physically removing the toxins from your organs through muscle contraction. Hotworks is virtually instructed, has 24-7 access, and also offers easy-to-use app-based scheduling so you never have to miss a class again. Hotworks has two locations to serve, located at the intersection of Anderson Mill Road and FM620 in the HEB Plus Shopping Center, and also another location in San Marcos. So stop in, tell them Austin Fitness Community sent you, and get a special free session on us, and check out Hotworks today. We all don't know everything. So it's like, what do you know within your niche, within your well-being? Yeah, Yeah, it's, it, it just gets, it gets so exhausting after a while, but 
Um, one of the things that I was really curious to ask you about, because I've been seeing it, but I've never actually had the chance to talk to you like yeah. this where we sit down, um, is the Buff Babe Academy. Yeah. So what is Buff Babe Academy? So Buff Babe is my business. So it's like the coaching mm-hmm. thing that I own. So I have thousands of women that are on the Buff Babe Academy program where they do, you know, some can do just workouts, some can do diet and nutrition. So that's like my main thing that I do. And mm. then sometimes I do, if I have, I can only take on like a couple of one-on-one clients at a time. So then I'll have, you know, the Buff Babe program, like the one-on-one coaching where they get mindset and um, a little bit more one-on-one detail and stuff like that. I also do posing for clients, uh, wellness competitors, uh, amateurs, pros. And then I also have a binge eating support group that I meet with. I met with them actually this morning. And so I have a bunch of like different little things that like I really love that I do during the week. And, you know, it's not just bodybuilding, but my life does revolve around the gym. I mean, (laughs) it is a big part of your life. It is. So, uh, but I mean, it's, it's benefited you so much. Like, you know, um, I would say that it's one of, you're a prime example of how bodybuilding has positively impacted someone's life. It's allowed you to grow you know, obviously physically stronger, Mm -hmm. um, and, but mentally as well. Like, do you think you would have been able to achieve all this stuff that you have and currently working towards without the confidence that, you know, the fitfluencers gave you? Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) No, definitely not. I wouldn't have the confidence to do any of it. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it, it really does change people's lives. Like it's, it's in crazy to watch, um, different competitors go through that and then the way they come out, they're like different people. Exactly. Mentally stronger. Yeah. Cause like saying you're going to do something and then doing it is the mm-hmm. ultimate level of confidence. If you say you're going to go do cardio and you do the cardio confidence boost. If you say you're going to go to the gym, you go to the gym, another confidence boost. I like to think of it as almost like gold stars and you get in gold yeah. stars. But what if you wake up and you hit snooze, you don't do cardio. Then what do you feel? You feel like, Oh crap, I should have done it. It's and true. then it's a domino effect. Then you don't go to the gym. Then you don't yep. eat right. And then your whole day feels like a wash. You're just starting off with a loss and you just start And then you start the next up. day with less confidence than you did the day before. But that yep. carries over to business. Mm-hmm. And that carries yep. over to all of your relationships. Or, you know, it can if you let it. it Facts. Is, I mean, you'll learn how to deal with things properly head on. And you'll learn how to commit to things. And, I mean. I agree. And it's not just it's bodybuilding. Cool. It's like whatever whatever way you want to move your body can provide this for you. Yeah. You don't have to do what I do. You don't have to listen to anything I say. <laughs> no. I, I t- I've, I've talked about that to so many different members of my family where I'm like, you don't, like when I encourage you to go work out, I don't mean work out like I do. Like mm-hmm. go take a walk. Like yeah. get active. Like go to a park. Like get a bike. We used yeah. to go biking when I was a kid all the time. Like it's a very active city, Boise is. and. Yeah. So there's really no excuse. Like I know they're not just find your vibe. It doesn't need to be like the person next to you or the person that you're following Mm -hmm. because it's not, it might not be for you. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't be at least in this moment in time, I can't be someone that doesn't go on the Stairmaster and that just does yoga all week. I can't, I can't do that. I need that energy release of pushing weight, picking up Mm -hmm. weight. I need that. Like, really loud music in my ears. That's what I need in this moment in life. But, you know, later in life when I'm old and I'm wrinkly, I might be a yogi. You never know. But right now, I love lifting. I'm too, like, I, my mind goes nuts. I, yeah. I can't do yoga. I sit there and I'm like, I can't wait for this. I do it once a week. <sighs> and that's like my rest, active rest day. 
I have to be active. So sitting there and then just being around other people. Like, like, what do I do? Yeah. What do I do with my hands? I want to do VR yoga. That sounds fun. Oh, that's cool. VR that? anything would be VR cool. anything is dope. But what you look at what's on the. I don't know. I just I, I was teacher? watching a YouTube video and they like play these like crazy sounds and then you just like I think you just follow an instructor or something. Mm-hmm. But I would do it. Like I want to get one or something like that. That would be <laughs> dope. You would have to microdose. You'd have to be. Yeah. Oh, that would yeah. be so scary. <laughs> get a little weird. <laughs> That's a game changer too. Yeah. I've noticed a lot of competitors have started microdosing. Yeah. Like different psychedelics. Yeah. See. It's like to help them with like mind, o- like um, just like the mental, like the prep week mental toughness stuff that they go through. I've never thought about that. I don't know anything about it. I've never had a prep week, but we're prepping. I've never had a. Pre- <laughs> I've never had a peak week. Yeah, peak and week, I don't yeah. plan to. No, but it's uh, yeah, it's definitely something. That I, I've I'm noticing a huge rise in it. Like yeah. everyone I meet now talks about it. Yeah, like, people are being a little bit more open. Mm-hmm. I would say to it. Yeah, just don't be stupid. Like I took, uh, I had my well, I self weighted out, which. That was mistake number one. You know where I'm going with this? The funeral. And I. The funeral? I, I actually took too much and then went to a funeral. Oh, that's terrible. And I was freaking out. You start like questioning death me, and the like, meaning yeah, of life. Yeah, I was texting Marlon like, yo. Did you I, cry? Did you cry? Oh, I was bawling my eyes out. And, but the thing too is like, you know, it was it was a friend of ours. but he His family has like this Japanese culture. So there's samurai masks and shit. Like, oh. I was just like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> terrifying. I'm here. And uh, yeah, it was. It was an experience, but um, I'll never do that again. <laughs> Lesson learned. Yeah. <laughs> never take shrooms and go to a funeral. Yeah. Yeah. There's another clip yeah. for you. <laughs> it was a terrible experience. Um, <laughs> but so with the, with the Buff Babe scene, like what kind of inspired you to get behind that? Was that just something you wanted to take your life lessons yeah. and try to share it with people? Yeah. I mean, the name itself came from women can be buff and they can also be a babe yep. because- I think a lot of women are scared to get into lifting because they mm-hmm. think they're going to start looking quote unquote masculine. They're going to put on a bunch of size super quick and then suddenly turn to a man or something <laughs> like that, which honestly I wish that was the case yeah. because putting on muscle is way harder than losing fat. And Nowadays so, can. yeah, <laughs> that's why I just put them yeah. together. Like you can be feminine and you can be strong and powerful and muscular in whichever way you can. And then I just, Combined it. Yep. What's what's the number one thing trainers hear when they talk to women about weightlifting? Oh, I don't want to get bulky get like a man. Oh, well, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to get um, uh, too jacked. You know, yeah, I'll, I'll text someone like at the end of onboarding. You know, like yeah, yeah I'm excited, man. We're gonna get you jacked. You know, he's like, well, you know, I, you, just so you know, like I don't want to be too jacked. <laughs> like you won't <laughs> be. Like, hey, buddy, that quick. It, I promise you won't accidentally get too jacked. <laughs> we'll it's not something that just happens. You don't have to do that for years. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. if that's the case, teach me. Yeah, <laughs> I wish it was that easy. Yeah. I uh, it's hard. I don't know where these people are coming up with these <laughs> ideas that it just happens in like two weeks. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, because I think they see CrossFitters who've been doing it for years and bodybuilders, and they think that, okay, weights equals that look. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. Weights plus years equals that plus look. Plus dieting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clean yeah. Clean dieting, like. Yeah, hap- it mean, being your life. Yeah, it's 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 a very worthy, like, um, what do you call it? Uh blanking on the words it's like a it's a worthy lifestyle it's difficult but it's worth it and it's something that i've always been you know grateful that i'm able to be as active (laughs) still uh i actually feel a lot better now than i did when i was 
early 20s playing sports. Like, I, awesome. I don't have the injuries and stuff. Like, I don't, <laughs> my body doesn't hurt all the time. Oh, it was awful. And so I think that, that was one thing that discouraged me from weightlifting was, mm-hmm. like, being in pain all the time when I played because they didn't teach us how to properly lift. They were just yeah. like, 500 pounds on the squat bar. Like, yeah, we're maxing out today. And I'm like, sport. all right. And you, yeah, yeah. You don't want to let your coaches down, but um, no. I, I work out purely to decompress stress and stay healthy now. Like, I'm yeah. not... I, I want to eventually compete in something, whether it's something small like a t- like a five or ten k or uh, like a f- like a mutter, just something one of those. Well, that'd but, be cool. But I'm not trying to com- like I've ha- I've had people be like, oh, you should get into powerlifting. Or you should do strong. I feel like I'm you'd like, be really good at it. I don't know why. Just, maybe, but from your background, I think you'd be really good at it. It would take a lot of training. But then again, it's like that's pain. I don't want to put myself. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> what kind of pain do you want? Well, it's like. What's the point of that? Like, what what am I coming away with a six hundred pound deadlift for? Like, what what am I gonna put that towards? What am I gonna get? <laughs> yeah, like if I, a kid is caught under a car, maybe you can help them lift the car. I mean, adrenaline, right? True. <laughs> can I, didn't wasn't there a story of like a mom that did that? Her kid was like pinned in a car. She was it was like back in she the she turns 80s. into She Hulk. She just lifted it over, <laughs> she ripped right through, and turned right into. Yeah, She-Hulk. she just rips her shirt off, lifts the car. <laughs> She's just theatrical with it, yeah. you know. So. <laughs> Um, but no, I've, one thing I've noticed too is, um, like the, the massive growth in the fitness industry just in like the last five years, oh, yeah. 100% pertaining to social media. Yes. Like, do you think that that's had a massive impact on how like you form your lifestyle is like also trying to pertain to that audience as well? The whole social media aspect. Today's episode is brought to you by line one nutrition. Since their inception 13 years ago, Line One Nutrition has steadily grown into one of the most trusted supplement companies in the world, consistently formulating groundbreaking muscle-building supplements enjoyed throughout the USA and at military bases around the world. Excellent customer service is a staple of Line One Nutrition and is a big reason they've maintained a dedicated customer base with clients who reorder time and again. Line One Nutrition's products aren't the garden variety proteins and pre-workouts found on the shelf. They've spent years developing a line custom-engineered to exceed normal standards and meet every need from mind-blowing pre-workouts to incredible joint support with CBD and even Green Energy Malaysian Kratom, which provides fantastic stress-reducing anti-inflammatory properties that benefit athletes of any kind. But where Line 1 has really made their mark is with their lean muscle-building supplements. No other company can match Line 1's unique, potent, proven effective muscle-builders. The bottom line is, if you're serious about taking your physique to the next level, visit www.line1nutrition.com today and use code AFC15 to save 15% off your entire order. Um, I think that I think it gives me a lot of good ideas of like what to do, but I'm going to be honest, I don't scroll social media. I am a content creator. I'm not a content consumer. Um, because I know what it does for my mental health. You know, I don't look at any other wellness competitors, bodybuilders, girls who do any other things because I know that it doesn't help me. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a spot in my life where I'm like, if it's not pushing me forward, making me feel good, it's out. Yep. It's out. Oh, like, yeah. I think that's the cool thing about getting older, says the 25-year-old, <laughs> is that... Well, it's right around the time you start Yeah, you just start, no, I just, I don't need you in my life. I don't... That's when I moved to Texas. Yeah, you just, nah. Yeah. You just start trimming the fat. Yep. So, yeah, I just 
create. I don't consume because I know like what it does to me. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. There's sometimes where like I get caught, but I have this thing that I do called the trigger finger. So when you get on TikTok and when you get on Instagram, the first thing that pops up is the feed. Mm-hmm. So I have this super quick trigger finger where it goes immediately to profile. <laughs> so it doesn't even have yeah, time for it to load on whose crap is popping up, you know, mm-hmm. who has something to say immediately to profile to go post a story or to post whatever photo I have or video. And then I'm off. That's good. And then all I do is go straight to DMS, answer all my DMS when I'm doing cardio and then I'm off. So yeah, I'm on social media a lot, but it's just to answer all the DMS that I get and then to post. That's it. I don't business. Yeah. 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 I just, it's just better for me. I anytime that I start my day any different, I always have a worse day. (laughs) Well, it'll throw you off. Like so much too because you, you you'll see all these like unrealistic aspects of mm-hmm. like it's a fake reality yeah. but you'll start like you know comparing your life to that and you start thinking like oh man am i just unhappy like is the world really like this you know why don't and, i have that yeah. job why don't i have that vacation why don't i have that man why don't i have that yep. six pack no it's just it's you don't not need real to, no you don't need to be you don't know what they're going through maybe no. their relationship isn't that good Maybe nowadays that's the first awful. vacation that they've taken yep. in five, six years. You don't, you don't know. Yeah, it's it's so sad that some people's whole life revolves around their social media. Like, and I've no, I've seen it so much where I meet people and like the only thing that they have to talk about is like, yeah, I got you know hundred thousand followers. I'm like, that means nothing. Yeah, like you you that is nothing of value. That doesn't do you any good personally. Like, at least like. I meet a lot of, um, you know, on the other end of that coin, though, I have met a lot of people that cr- turn that into an opportunity. Yeah. Like, you're over here hustling. You got your, like, different outlets and businesses and stuff. But there's a lot of other people that have these big followings, and that's it. Yeah. Like, they're not doing anything. Yeah. Like, they work, like, a part-time job or, you know, just getting the, the government handout. And that's that's it. And it's like, I want them to realize, like, all right, you have a platform you here. Can you can capitalize sh- you on it. You should be doing something. You know, Share something, teach yeah. someone something. You know, there's just numbers are numbers. Yeah. Like, but what are you doing with the numbers? Mm-hmm. The only reason I want more followers on my platform is so that I can help more people with things that I wish I would have known. Mm-hmm. Not because it's going to make me more money or anything like that. Because I know that, like, someone out there needs to hear this. They need to yep. be grabbed and they, like, shake this girl and say, like, you need, you have so much within you. I wish you knew. Yeah, it's it's amazing how just a clip of a video or something can change your outlook for the rest of the day, the week, or the rest of your life. Like oh, just sure. hearing a quote or something can inspire someone, and um, those are the things I want to see. And there's like the old term, you know, we need less influencers and more um, influence or uh, more uh, educators. Yeah. That's the term. Yeah, less influencers, more educators. And I think that's kind of what you were touching on is like. What are you influencing? You know, what are you teaching people? How are you impacting people? You know, you can label yourself as that if you want to, but how are you influencing? Because that's the main part of the whole word. What do you provide that's of value? Or do you provide people with comic, like people do it in different ways, with comedy, with fitness, with sports, with makeup? Like, how are you helping someone? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how. Just find a way that you can do it that makes you happy. Is there someone out there that's ready to learn? Yeah. And I mean, they're so, they're they're willing to learn and they're ready to just take it all in. Like they're, they're motivated. They just, sometimes they need that push, that direction. Mm -hmm. 
And um, it's something that's I'm hoping starts to shift because I'm burned out on seeing the same crap every day. Yeah. And uh, but has it made you realize how big the world is too? Given yes. your following has gotten yeah. massive since the day I met you. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it puts everything in perspective. It's like, we're just a little tiny speck. Yeah. Like we're a little we're tiny specs. speck yeah. on this, on this world. You know, there's so many, like there's people that have millions of followers and I have just, you know, 200 K and it's like, you're just, you're just a little speck. Even yeah. if you have a million followers, you're still a speck. Well, it's like, that I, doesn't mean anything. It doesn't determine your value. And I think 100%. that that's what yeah. likes it's a dopamine release. Yeah. When you open up your phone and you see notifications, you're like, ooh, ooh I'm popular. People like me. I turn my shit off. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> it's I, no, no, I don't have notifications. <laughs> it's just way too, it's yeah. way too much. Marlon's TikTok famous over here. Really? Yeah, I accidentally blew up on TikTok like three weeks ago. <laughs> he says I accidentally like, blew up. I did, well, yeah, because I have like six posts on TikTok. And like, How many views <laughs> did it get? Uh, it was, I don't know, like 100K or something like that. It wasn't that much. I, so you know, relative to TikTok. No, it, but it that's, that that's to me, that's like blowing up. Was, yeah, that's uh, like. That's we went to House of Gains and used like some strength arsenal piece. And was it just a video happened. of you using Bro, it? Just a video of me completely covered up. That's like, the thing about TikTok. Yeah. You'll literally like try so hard on a video, post it, nobody crickets. Yep. And then you post like, okay, I'm just going to be doing this row. Blows up. And you're like, what the? <laughs> yeah. Somebody it's so sense. annoying. No, it's yeah. really so annoying. Like our <laughs> most popular clip on YouTube, like I thought it was going to be like a whole episode or, you know, one of the clips that I made. No, it's Tim Kennedy just making fun of the, the Detroit urban guy. <laughs> yeah, the... Defense. Uh, you ever seen this guy? You know, he does the self-defense classes, and it, then, like, people oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. mock him and pretend like they go to he, like because they tried his move or whatever. Like, if they try to put a gun <laughs> to his head, he, like, puts his finger behind the trigger, and we're like, that's not real and stuff. But Tim is an actual, like, security consultant, like, does the sheepdog response. It, like, teaches you how to actually do that stuff. And we talked about that a little bit, and that went viral like it blew up on yeah, it's youtube crazy. and i'm like because it's like unique and it's different and it's catchy like it's just no but the thing is like we're weird humans are weird oh, we, so we weird. never know what's going to catch humans like i remember for me one of the things that blew up that i was so shocked about was i i literally showed it was like two picture slide mm -hmm. this is me before my show tan this is me after it got millions of views because people <laughs> were like why do they do that What's the purpose? What's this for? That's so weird. You look weird. And then it was just like people arguing in the comments and like their arguing made it blow up more. And I was like, what do I do with this? Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. And I was like, I literally posted this because I didn't have anything else to post. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, let me just make this real quick. What are the odds? That that's time. the one video that just explodes. It's like, um, do you know uh, Michael Wilcoxon? Yes. Um, so he hits me up the other day and he's like, dude, look at this video. It's like going crazy. It had like 90,000 views. Oh, that's so cool. And it was so random, but all these people were arguing in the yeah. comments and he wanted to like respond. I was like, Mike, don't. Don't. Like you're arguing Especially with TikTok. faceless idiots. The like, most trolly people are on TikTok. Oh, I don't know. It's so wild. I'm, User 99995. Yeah. <laughs> you're <laughs> no stupid. You're a bot. Yeah. Get out of here. I, I still don't have it. I don't have it on my phone. I have it on the iPad, I think, but it's just for this yes, no. yeah I don't, I, I don't mess with it i just feel like there's so many platforms now i'm it's overwhelming yeah and it's just like mm. i felt uh like when when you start a business you go okay i need to be on these or else i'm being lazy mm -hmm. you know exactly. and then but the more you use it you're like this isn't even authentic i'm literally just like <laughs> bullshitting on yeah. this thing like, yeah. this i spent so much time on tiktok like trying to 
be how other people were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then once I stopped doing that, it blew up. Yep. I started mm-hmm. just like, I'm going to post what I want to post was real to me. Yep. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to quit pretending to be like somebody else because pretending to be like somebody else never works because you're just pretending. Walking around pretending is yeah. so much harder than being yourself. It's draining. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's so funny that you, you, you say that because I was having that conversation where um, I get people that hit me up all the time. They go, oh, I don't know about this or I've been seeing other people do this. I might do that like for either marketing or just whatever their business model is. And I'm like, why don't you try to do something that hasn't been done yet? I go, you'll feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it might not make sense. And you'll feel like, you know, maybe if you do what other people are doing, it'll work, but you know, be yourself, be authentic, like mm-hmm. be different because those are the things that eventually go viral. And a lot of that pertains to what I have here. I'm like, I can't really think of another like city based community fitness platform yep. that does what I do and like is growing and, does these like little events. At least I haven't seen one yet. Exactly. And um, it gets nerve rattling at times where I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck where I'm do doing. I go from this? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but it's, you know, just rolling with it. Like I have no idea. Yeah. And the question I get all the time. So what's your plans for this? What's your long-term plans? Like, what are you going to do? You know, five years from now, I'm like, dude, I don't even know what I'm doing next week. <laughs> I don't even know what I had for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're asking the wrong guy. Like I just kind of come up with an idea draft it, put some concepts together, and then I just wing it. And mm. that's how it rolls. It's been know? working for you. It's working. Well, it's I got friends like you and all these other people that always show up when I need them and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, do some cool stuff. And, you know, kind of actually on that topic, what um, I know your focus is on um, Olympia winning and all that, but do you have plans for, like, post-career plans? Post-bodybuilding? Yeah. like I would say that is – more so when I would hope that more acting and stuff like that comes into play Mm -hmm. because it's kind of hard to do like the bodybuilding thing and acting at the same time because I think it takes so much of your time. It's definitely doable, but then again, it's like, okay, but like I want kids, like I want to be married, like things like that happen. So I think that would be more long-term and then I'd love to like speak on stage Mm, and be someone that like motivates women and be like a voice in the bodybuilding community to just teach them the importance of mindset and emotional intelligence in bodybuilding because that's what's going to get you far so those are like long-term things maybe even have like a book out about my binge eating story stuff like that um that'd be good thank you is that me or you <laughs> it's not me oh man uh, it's you, bro. i never Ooh. do that it's your show <sighs> it's his show i guess he's allowed to <laughs> one slip I, I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i get one pass no <laughs> i um no i love that well you know what's crazy is uh my old college roommate he um he's like a i don't know what he he works for like all these streaming platforms. He's on all these shows. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to him. We'll see. <gasps> He's got anything for you? Because uh, I've been going on like Facebook groups to like look at castings for things, and I'm like, I haven't even gotten any experience, but I'm just gonna go and show up and like see what happens because you never yeah. know. Yeah, well, you, you know, know, you know, that's what Jessica Reyes used to do, right? Really? She was a stunt. She was in Fast and the Furious. What? She, yeah, wasn't that what she? Uh, it was Fast Five or Fast the Fourth. Watch one? me go home and watch it, dude. I did. I can like, I might have saw her. I don't know. Yeah, she's we'll probably see. like a like but she, in the background she, or something. I think like she that. was fucking cool. She, she was Mia's stunt woman. I'll, I'll have to watch the episode, oh, but really? yeah, yeah. Were oh. you here on that show? No. Yeah, so she was a stunt woman in the Fast movies, and there's another one that oh, she was, was in. Huh? Jessica. Oh. Jessica. Yeah. That's and, so cool. And uh, yeah, that's a dream. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's back when she was living in Puerto Rico. Like yeah. that's where they filmed it. So it had to have been the fourth one. Mm-hmm. God, I don't know. 
<laughs> like one of shows. those. It's one of those ones. So it's cool though. She made it on. Yeah. She, I mean, she's she's athletic as shit. Like, oh, yeah. God, I did a shoulder day with her once, and it was I gave up. I was just like, I can't actually do home. anymore. And she was just like, whatever. <laughs> just did like twenty Bye. more sets. Yeah, I was like, all right, sorry for wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for wasting your time. <laughs> You're so much stronger and more athletic than I'll ever be. But um, no, she's great. I I'm still never gonna work out with her again. But <laughs> So what uh, what else you got coming up? You got any upcoming events, seminars, anything coming? Mm, not really. I think I'm just going to be traveling a lot to just like collab with some other YouTubers and stuff like that now that I have more free time and I'm not spending like three hours at the gym a day. <laughs> so just that, the Austin Fit Fest and like anything Woo. that comes in between yeah. really. Well, I saw you got a drop coming soon. I do. Oh, oh. you got a countdown. I do. When is this podcast coming out? No, what is today's Thursday? When when's the drop? My drop is Wednesday of next week. Ooh, I mean, for, I the, for the surprise, so I could say our, the surprise. Ours would be a little soon, unless yeah, I usually I usually can drop them, but on, this could uh, be like a next day kind of thing. Well, I'm saying I can put this on tomorrow, um, but because uh, no one will know what it is until next you, Tuesday. You can just tell me after Kay. after the show. Okay, over. Yeah, we'll discuss Secret. it off mic. Yeah, yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah. Um, but no, I know the Fit Fest will be fun. Yeah. And you're gonna be doing all kinds of I, that's gotten crazy. I my brain is fried from managing all that crap. <laughs> I've never done an expo before. So first time for everything. Well, I grew up going to so I don't know if you knew this, bodybuilding.com actually started in Boise. Oh wow. Yeah, the DeLuca they actually went to my high school, the DeLuca brothers. What? Yeah, and so my. their headquarters is there. And every so. summer they did the bodybuilding.com expo. Mm-hmm. And it was like we all loved going to it because we like getting all the free stuff and mm-hmm. meeting all the <laughs> famous people. And uh, it was it was always really cool to see. Mm-hmm. And um, being out here, I never really saw any of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I would see like bodybuilding shows were always happening or, you know, separate sports, powerlifting, strongman. But like I never saw like an actual expo expo. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do one. I was like, I have the platform. Mm-hmm. Like, I know all the people that can put these together. So, yeah, we got a, a full-on multi-sport fit expo and going to try to make it a yearly thing. I want to do a winter fit fest, too. But oh, that'd be cool. It takes, a, like, this thing's taken me, like, two years. And mm-hmm. working with Rob and Esther, just, like, they've God, they've helped me out so much. But, awesome. uh, yeah, uh, we'll see. I got to get the train rolling. I got to make sure the first one doesn't suck. Uh, <laughs> Before I start planning <laughs> right, this, the second one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <sighs> Oh man, random random question. I was just thinking about this too. Are you when you do the stairmaster? Yeah. Are you a video person or are you an audio person? Like I watch YouTube videos. If like, I am like on prep and it's just I'm there way too long, all of my DMs are answered, all of my comments are answered because that's the main thing mm-hmm. that I do every morning. That's the only time that I answer my DMs. You know, I have I'm very anal about things, so I time everything out like by the minute Mm -hmm. so every morning when i'm on the stairmaster i'm answering all my requests all my current dms yes i work and then all my youtube comments once those are done like if there's extra time then i'll go learn something like on youtube or i'll listen to a podcast or if i'm really struggling then that's when i whip out like the music and i'm like come on wow 
you got this. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, so there's a bunch of different things, but mainly it's for, it's my time to answer my DMs. See, I don't, I've seen people read books. I'm like, how? Mm, like how? Fall off that stairmaster. Yeah, I, was, I already almost <laughs> fall I, off I, it. Yeah, I stairmaster yeah, and, and yeah. text all my DMs, but I, like the book, I'd be like, yeah. I can't see the words. I can barely stay on there just... <laughs> Giving all my focus on the stairmaster, yeah. I still yeah. almost fall. Yeah, no, I get shit for I, I. I don't know why it's so random. I will watch old nineties, like Mariah Carey, live performances. That's when I'm awesome. doing card. It's so random, but like, I, I have it down now. <laughs> Recently, it's been my routine. Is the MTV Unplugged concert? I'll watch that whole thing, and when it's over, I'm like. Cool. Cardio's done. <laughs> it's gonna be a good day. Yeah, it's gonna be a Starts good day. Starts it off hot. I feel great. That's amazing. I uh, I had a fat crush on her growing up. I had a fat crush. Had. She, yeah. It's not. It's not. Yeah, quite she's the same she's, old. she's a little. She's a little yeah, old now. She's, well, she's kind of mean. If from what I view, I, if I could be wrong, she'd be the nicest person in the world. Yeah. Watch her come do this show in like two years just to call me out. You're like, yeah. I'm, I'm. I love you. I was just kidding. I do. <laughs> I do. I do. Yo, her songs slap. I don't care. They still her songs slap. They still, they Pump still me up for yeah. cardio. Oh yeah, I don't know. It's I'm I'm a very strange. We're strange people. <laughs> We're weird. We're not supposed to. But uh, on uh, Mariah, that note. <laughs> well, uh, I do appreciate you coming out. Um, studio is yours if you ever want to use it for anything. It's been a pleasure, and uh, we'll definitely run it back again some point in the future. And, Sweet. And we got the Fit Fest coming up. Fit Fest. And maybe we'll do a, a, the Just Your Average Job show Just together. So that'd be kind of fun. Take him through a leg day or something. Ugh, God. So he, I started this show he's like, Shut up. where I go train with pros in their sports. So that's what I did with Nikki Rod. That's so is, cool. Uh, um, trying, you know, the whole intro of the show starts where I'm like, you know, I grew up playing sports and then I had this period where I don't, but then being around all these pros that I am mm-hmm. has given me the itch to compete in something but I couldn't find this, what I wanted to do. So I said, why not try everything? That's so cool. So, um, yeah, the first pilot we did was with Nikki Rodriguez, who's like a jujitsu world champion. They call him the black belt slayer because he had only been competing in jujitsu for a couple of years and he was beating all these guys like left and right. And now he lives here and all the best jujitsu guys live here now. And, uh, they're actually all going to be at the fit fest. And, uh, so I went and rolled with them and it was not fun. Like, <laughs> I got, Eat up pretty bad, but I haven't had time to do any episodes since then. Yeah. So, but I'm starting to schedule. But I know bodybuilding is going to be on there for sure. Yeah. We'll just knock out a gnarly leg day. Smash Fit him legs. Influencers cool. unite. That would be really cool. <laughs> I'll have Ian shoot it. Right. That'd, That'd be, be so cool. That would be kind of fun. But uh, on that note, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up. And Marlon, 